0: Uh, This week, we have a special edition uh, with Valentine's Day uh, happening. I recognize that Valentine's Day is truly for the lovers, is what people say, but I believe that there's other loves out there. There's relationships, there's friendships, there's the love for oneself, the intrinsic love that everyone should have and seek out. And then there's uh, the love of a friend, the love of a family member, uh, the love of a partner, uh, wife, husband, however you may identify. In those situations. Uh, today, uh, we have several guests coming, but uh, we're going to start our little adventure with uh, two people who you may know or may not, but I'll give them an opportunity here to introduce themselves in, uh, with a basic question. So I have uh, Massimo and Michael with me today. And uh, we'll start with Mike. When you came to camp, you came from somewhere, You came from some background before you were Mike HC, right? So tell me a little bit about that Mike uh, before he got to camp. So
1: thank you very much, Max, for the introduction. Um, My camp journey started in 2015. Uh, I was a swim specialist, so I was down on the lakefront by the pool. That's where I spent my days at camp, teaching swimming lessons and lifeguarding. I came from Ireland, I had just finished my degree, so I had four years in college done. Um, I had this sense of freedom ahead of me. I had caught the travel bug a few years prior, and um, one thing led to another, it was kind of a crazy run of events, but basically I got an email on LinkedIn to say, would you like to work at summer camp as a lifeguard this summer? and um, it was just what i was looking for and i i signed up i got a call saying ihc is interested in you and they want to hire you and one thing led to another i was on a plane and ready to start my journey at camp ihc
0: beautiful and so in more detail on that so we hired you um and worked closely with you in the swim bag your background was it in swimming were we just lucky you know to have you as a swimmer was there a competitive background was there training before um yeah tell me a little bit about that
1: yeah so i grew up swimming all my life and um, from a very young age i competed for a number of years also and um, right through school i used to get up at like 4am for a 5 o'clock swim sessions mm-hmm. couple of times Ouch. a week yeah it was um it was real cra- crazy commitment but it kind of progressed into college years where i took a back step with it um just kind of life getting in the way and all that kind of stuff but during my college years i lifeguarded for five or for four of those years where that was like my that was my income while i was in college so it was a part-time role but um it was, you know, it was what I knew best. I was good at it, it came easy to me. Uh, and then when this opportunity came at camp, it was like, I'm um, teaching lessons, which I had done through my college experience. And I was lifeguarding, which I had five plus years experience of.
0: It just, it rang it rang my bell. Awesome. Well, you rang our bell and we're glad you're still with us for sure at see. Um, so follow that up there, Massey. I mean, here you are, um, you know, if, if I, if I'm not mistaken, also from Ireland, but maybe a different background. So tell tell us your little story.
2: Yes. I'm from, uh, I'm also from Ireland from the West coast. So, um, about three hours from, from Mike, um, uh, my camp story began in 2016. I was a first year law student in, uh, Galway university and all my friends and all my, um, Old people in my course were were booking internships at the big five law firms in Dublin. I remember very uh, clearly it was in it was like just before Christmas or just after Christmas, and I was I just looked up things to do for this summer because I did not want to be stuck in a law firm filing, which is what a first year intern does. Um, and this thing of camp came up, and I was just like, why not? I, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to do it. Um, so I applied, I got in, and I had an interview with. Maddie in Dublin. And originally I was going for swim. So I used to also compete. Um, and funnily enough, my interview, so I was going for swim. I was going to be swim. I got to the interview in Dublin, and Mike is interviewing me alongside Maddie. And. Um, and uh, Maddie asked me the question. I remember. Do you think do you think you can beat this guy? He's a good swimmer as well. I was like, I bet you I could. And That kind of started the competitive streak between me and Mike, which has can continue through the years that I'd see. Um, but yeah, that was that was where my summer began. And then after three weeks after that, I dislocated my knee playing uh, Gaelic football, which is like our national sport in Ireland. Um, and then from that, I would, went through the battles there, but I eventually, I was on two crutches going to the airport, uh, crutching my way to see, I ditched the crutches in the airport and just hopped on the plane. Um, and yeah, I never looked back, I fell in love with the place. But that's that's kind of a quick story about how I got there.
0: Very cool. So, so your first year at
2: camp was
0: the CS cabin counselor, Mike, you were the activity specialist. So living in two different worlds in the same, you know, hemisphere, so to speak, I guess you would say, you know, same world, different hemisphere of camp, but the fact that you guys met at that fair and that competition started earlier, um, it's is kind of my next question is when you think about camp, do you think if you didn't come to camp, had you not interviewed with camp, would you and Mike have met in Ireland? What do you think the chances are?
2: I think I think no chance I, I I don't think any chance I have like cousins who swam who know Mike, but I don't like i they would know they'd be so far removed I would never I would never have met Mike but the funny thing is in that in that first summer we weren't in two different worlds because Mike was in was actually my g l so he was my boss, my oh, supervisor that first summer um because he was swim prior to that so then we had that relationship that went on to the summer of just Everything we possibly could, we would compete in, and it would be like whether the kids were up a track, would race hundred meters, or whether we had skating, who could ollie, or who could throw like the the discus, the javelin, the fast, like everything. Um, swimming twenty five meter, whatever, whatever it was, um, we did it, and that's kind of how we we got close over camp. There was and it.
1: Um, there was a few of those swim races, as kind of we joked about in that first uh, meeting at the hiring fair. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure Massey got me on got me on a couple of them that year, but I think I got him back in in the archery and maybe the javelin as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so in these environments that we create, and one of the things that I'm hearing is laughter, there's competition, um, there's a bonding, there's a mutual respect. Um, you know, Mike, you were Massey's boss. Now you guys, uh, for those of you don't know the two, you're you're inseparable, you know? So when you think back on those moments and Massey, as you just started alluding it to, um, when we speak relationships, when we speak the bonds of camp, I I tell Steph all the time about this. I tell, you know, like, there's just something about camp. There's moments, you know, have you thought, you know, even in this moment now, has this triggered, this was a moment when I knew I could count on Massey and and Massey this is a moment when i knew i could count on mike it was not just that friendly banter but there was you could you started to feel that that bond that energy between you two
1: i think um i think for me anyway that that was my second year when Massey's first year I was a group leader i had three bonks that summer and uh, as a first as a first time grew in in that role of the group leader um, it was it was a lot, it definitely was a lot, but me and Massey grew this bond over, like, first of all, we're both from Ireland, we get that bond, then we've got this competitiveness with each other, so our bond definitely grew in that sense, but having the three bunks, me and Massey worked so well together that I could pretty much leave his bunk and know that things are going to be taken care of the way he had that same high standard that I had. That you didn't need to be double checking because you didn't need the reminders because he was given those reminders to himself and that that dynamic took the pressure of the three bumps off me to an extent and definitely helped me succeed that summer for sure.
0: Nice. So allowing him that opportunity to lead allowed you a
2: breath to be even a better leader as well. Fantastic. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Master. Yeah. I like.
2: Mike's, cause Mike's managerial style was great it was very much give you the space to breathe give you a space to grow um, and you and there's no kind of there's no like superiority already with him whatsoever it was very much you're able to do this you take this on I trust you 100% wrong with it um, I always say it helps that I was able to understand him as well about <laughs> I, I think he's learned over this over the years to to tone down the action a small bit but that he was fresh back then so it was uh some some i would often be the translator for uh for my bunk and and for the kids as well which it would but no anyone know, knows mike he's he's one of the hardest grafters on camp and is uh a, is a tough man to keep up with in that when you're working so luckily now we have we have different i would have the slightly 10 to 12 year olds and mike has eight to ten so we kind of have that, that separation where we work alongside each other. There's a bit of friendly competition about whose bunks are cleaner and all this kind of stuff, but it's, it's all, it's all conducive to, to making a great environment environment for the kids and ultimately the staff as well.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, I, my final question for you both with regards to your relationship, any good relationship requires work, um, whether it's a marriage, it's a, you know, a partnership, it's a friendship, however you define that relationship. So clearly you guys are still friends now, what do you do to maintain a great relationship that started in such an exciting new environment? So, you know, how do you guys keep it fresh? How do you guys keep on each other's, <laughs> keep each other on each other's toes? Like, what do you do to encourage and support each other like any good relationship needs?
1: That's a that's a good, but tough question,
2: Mac. Um I don't know. I I I think it's hard not to. I think after five years, I don't think I've spent as much time with anyone <laughs> if it wasn't for Mike. In the summers, I sleep two two foot from his bed. Like, there's we could hold hands if we really wanted to. Like, there's no, I, to talk about things keeping it fresh, it's like just trying to, try, like, if anything, we might relish the, the small time apart we have just to have a bit of space. But if it's not, if it's not fresh with, between each other it, it just won't work and it's like the kind of relationship where we can we can hop in a car and drive to camp and we don't have to talk and we cannot talk for two and a half hours if we don't want to and there's not there's no problem there it's just like a mutual mutual understanding a mutual friendship and then obviously just bonding through exercise whether it be running or weights or um, just anything really and uh, we work so closely with each other in the off season non-season that it's it kind of through doing i think is how we maintain a relationship which is the case for a lot of like guys i think through like through actually doing stuff in a camp you'll learn that with the kids as well um you often get a kid to open up you go play basketball with them or something like that and the same with you mark The way we kind of got close to you was going on your 10 mile runs or going to the ropes course and that kind of stuff and camp is the perfect um the perfect arena for that as well yeah because it's so much energy and um, yeah, it, yeah, what you say too, and I think,
0: Mike, maybe you can speak to this, and, and Massey, I'm glad you brought that up, that I have yet to beat any of these young whippersnappers in a race, but they <laughs> never have ever made me feel like I wasn't uh, welcome, um, included in it, um, you know, participating in it. And I think with camp, like you said, there is a spirit of competition that, and challenges uh, and moments that create these bonds by counting on each other in such a moment. And then that, because of that bond, would you say, then carries on into the real world that it's someone you can count on because they, you were in the nitty gritty together. You ran a race on a hot day. You helped the kid who was homesick together. You worked through those events. And, and now those are meaningful memories that, that help build that foundation.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And just kind of piggybacking on what Matthew was saying as well. I don't think we, we never expect anything of each other you know it's it's that doing we're just we're happy to be with each other but we're also happy not to be with, with each other if i wake up on a saturday morning and i want to go spend the day by myself Massey doesn't take offense to it or, and vice versa we just we know that we're we know who we are and we know what we what each other likes and it's like there's no there's no expectations but um yeah like as you said then like Every everyone is welcome, and that's that's what we learn at camp. That no no matter what, it's like that's that's the way it is. And whether whether someone's a slower runner, whether someone's behind in something, it's like one person fails, we all fail. So everyone is there to help everyone else succeed, which is uh, something I've definitely learned at camp, and I learn every year at camp more so and more so um you think you know these things because you learned them at camp last year but you learn them with more depth every year
0: awesome awesome and i appreciate you guys allowing me into uh your friendship um and keeping me fit (laughs) and thank you for sharing your brief story for this moment and we hope to share uh more you know times with you and stories with you Uh, but those of you who haven't had an opportunity to meet uh, Massey or Mike, um, you know they'll be at Camp Ichi this summer. <laughs> They're only an email away, um, and uh, we we thank you both for for spending some time with us here on Valentine's Day. Sounds so, good. Thank, thank you very Mark. much, Mikey. We appreciate the time. All the best. Bye. <laughs>